Welcome to Beyond the Kessel Run, your Run Disney Galaxy broadcast. And hi, I'm Sylvia Kessel Runner. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 34, the top 10 frequently asked questions on Run Disney. Now, there is so much information on Run Disney, and they have a really big website, and they have a lot of information there, and it's very overwhelming. And I'm always so confused, and you have to dig through information, and I get a lot of questions about Run Disney races. And so I've combed through all the questions, and I've come up with the top 10 questions that I get over and over, and I've tried to put them all in one place and on this podcast so we can kind of help get the information out. So here we go. The first one, how do I know I'm registered? Now, you know, as it gets closer to the race, I start panicking about getting all my information together, such as my registration confirmation. So we all register now through active.com. And once you register and your payment has been processed, active.com will send you an email. So this email is your only confirmation of registration. Run Disney is not going to send you a notice. You're not going to get another notice a couple of months later and to reminding you. Your confirmation is going to be that email. So this is how you find it. You log into your email. You search for active.com or the words registration confirmation. Once you find it, print it out, tag it, or put it in a special folder because you're going to need that. And it's your receipt, and if there's any question when you get to the expo, you have your confirmation. So that's how you know if you're registered. Now, number two, is the registration refundable? This is a big question because it's so expensive. If you do a challenge, you're talking about over $300. And the half marathon is like $185, so that's a lot of money invested. And the sad truth is no, it is not refundable. And Run Disney used to have a policy um, for deferment where if there was something that came up, you could defer to another race next year, but they don't do that anymore. That policy is gone. They have gone to just non-refundable. So it is a risk that you take, um, but that is with any race that you register beforehand. So just remember that as you're planning for the race, the fees are not refundable. Number three, do I have to run a certain pace? And yes, you do. Run Disney does have pacing requirements of 16-minute mile. Run Disney has pacing volunteers. They're called the balloon ladies, and they start in the last corral. And they will be your guide to see if you are falling behind. And if you fall behind, they, you run the risk of being swept. Now, sometimes you can be just a little bit behind the, the balloon ladies. And sometimes they're going to get you then. So the best idea is to stay in front of the balloon ladies. Use them as your guide. If you fall behind them, you will be swept. And being swept means you're removed from the race course. Run Disney will give you your medal. You may not be eligible for a challenge medal if you signed up for a challenge medal. But um, you do get the medal that you were in and were removed in. So just, it's good idea to prepare for your race and try to meet that 16-minute mile mark. Now, 
things happen. You know, I've seen people fall in the race. People get sick during the race. There's all kinds of reasons that you may voluntarily pull yourself from the race. And that's okay. It is an option. So, but there is a pacing requirement. Number four, what is proof of time? Do I have to submit proof of time? And when is it due? So proof of time is your time from a certified race, such as a 10K, a half marathon, a 15K, or a marathon. And you do not have to submit a a proof of time, however, but your proof of time determines your corral in the half marathon and the 10K. Now, if you don't submit your proof of time, you're going to be in one of the last corrals. So let's say your corral is the Princess Half. I mean, your race is the Princess Half. It's going to have around 10 corrals. So the first corral is going to be the elite runners, and then all the rest of them are the rest of us. And if you submit, um, you know, around 11, 12-minute time, you're going to be somewhere there in the middle. If you don't submit a time at all, they just have to put you in the last corral because they have no other way of knowing what your time is going to be. So it's your benefit to submit a proof of time. Now, when is it due? So each race has a different date to submit, and you can find that information on your race's webpage. In other words, you go to the Run Disney page, you click on events, you click on your race, then select runner information, and then proof of time. And there will be a date and specific instructions on how to submit your proof of time to be sure and know what that date is and start planning. For instance, the Princess Half this year, it's November 4th, so you need to have a race in before the end of October. So just keep that in mind. Number five, does my race registration include entry to the park? Do I need tickets to run the race? No, you do not need tickets to run the race. Each race has a different race course, and each race will take you through at least two parks. These are talking about the half marathon. If you want to see the parks outside of the race, you will need to purchase those separately. Now, just to clarify, all of the races do go through some park. The half marathons will go through two, and the marathon goes through all four, and you do not have to have a ticket to run the race. So, number six. Is back check available for Run Disney? Yes, it is. And I encourage you to use it because I'm one of those people that needs things right after the race. I want my Snickers bar. I want my Coke because I'm, I'm hungry. My blood sugar's low. And the only way you can do that is to use Run Disney's specific check-in bag. No other bags are accepted. You're going to receive this bag in your packet at the expo. This bag will have a number that matches your bib, and you're going to stick that number on the outside of the bag, and when you turn it in to run Disney, they you must realize that it is subject to security checks. As you enter the staging area, you will be searched, and then the bags themselves are subject to being searching separately, so just keep that in mind, and when you get to the end of the race, they will match your bib to your bag, and that's how you get your bag. And there's a separate tent just for the check-in bags, but you have to use 
Disney's specific clear check-in bag. Number seven, what is a bib and what is included on my bib? So your bib is personalized and they're all different and they're really cute and it's something that you're going to want to save. And what's on the bib is your name. It's going to have your race number and your corral assignment. The corral assignment is usually a letter of the alphabet, such as A through G. And if you are registered for multiple races, you will have multiple bibs. And each bib has a tracking chip. The 10K bib and the half bib have tracking chips. And this is how they keep track of your time. As you cross certain points through the race, the chip is triggered and they capture your time. And this is how they can publish your time and get your certificate at the end of the race. So be sure and um, not damage your bib. And there's also a spot on the back of your bib for emergency information, and this is very important, so be sure and fill that out too. Number eight, will the race be canceled or postponed due to weather? Well, Run Disney's policy is they will be held rain or shine except in the case of lightning. So you may have a delay in case of lightning, or they just may cancel the race altogether. And a good way to keep up with Run Disney and what's going on is on Twitter. So be sure and follow them there because they will put all that kind of information um, during the race weekend on Twitter. Now you need to be prepared for the weather changes. and um, But if it's raining, they're going to hold it. If it's super cold, they're going to hold it. If it's super hot, they're going to hold it. So just be prepared for that. Now, number nine, what is a waiver and how do I get it? So a waiver is a consent form that you have to read and sign before you can pick up your race packet at the expo. Now, they provide the waiver to you a couple of weeks before the race starts. It's not something that you can go and get right now. So when it is available, it will be on the Run Disney page under your race, runner info, and waivers. You'll have to print one out and sign it. And if you have children 18 years or under, you can sign for them on their waiver. How will I get to and from the race? This is the biggest question that I get. Everybody's worried about that. Now, if you're staying at Disneyland and you're staying at the resort, super easy because you can just walk to the race. If you're staying at a good neighbor hotel, the Anaheim Resort Transportation is available for you, and um, that's for free if you have your bib on, so be sure and use that. If you're in the area and you're just going to drive in, you just need to park like you're going to Disneyland, and be prepared for that time that you have to walk through downtown Disney to get to the race start. Now, if you're at Walt Disney World and you're staying at the resort, um, well, uh, Run Disney does provide buses, and they have transportation for you and your family. It's on the same bus. It's a Run Disney-specific bus, and in the lobby of your resort, they have the times posted. And if you have a question, you can just ask your concierge or a cast member there, and they'll be glad to help you, but they're posted in the lobby. And a lot of times, you know now, especially with our magic bands, we just go straight to our room, but be sure and go to the lobby and get that information because that's it's important to know when the buses run. 
And if you're staying uh, off site of Walt Disney World and you're driving in, there's lots of uh, road closures. So you're going to need to be in the parking lot, I would say a good hour and a half before the race. So plan that into your time. So those are the top 10 questions that I get over and over. And I know there are more questions that you have. So just let me know. And you know you can find a lot of information um, that I've worked through for you just through personal experience, most of it. You know, I make mistakes. I learn the hard way so that you can learn the easy way. And I have a lot of it in my podcast. Like episode 8, I discuss the check-in bags. Episodes 11 and 12, I talk about the weather. Episodes 23, I go into details about proof of time. And episode 28, I talk about pacing and the crowds. So be sure and check out the podcast, the earlier editions, and check my blog. Go to www.kesselrunner.com, click on the podcast tab, and you'll have all the information in my podcast. blog right there for you, right at your fingertips. And you can just print it out and um, refer to it whenever you have a question. And be sure and let me know too. Just email me at kesselrunner 77 at gmail.com and I'll be sure and answer your question here on the podcast and in an email. So now next week, I'm hoping we're going to have some information about the Disneyland half. We're eager, we're waiting to hear what they're going to do, you know, Disneyland's going through some changes, and we want to see some improvements from the Tink race, so we're uh, uh, anxiously waiting to see that, and if it's um, published this week, I'll be sure and cover that on my podcast, so check back next week, but for now, this is all from My Run Disney Galaxy, may the force be with you.